What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you are listening to Vanished in the Valley. Okay, what the actual fuck is going on, you guys? The fucking tech lords are, like, straight up at it. Banning fucking parlor. Gab is down. More people are being banned off Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. The fucking president of the United States has a permanent ban? What the fuck? (laughs) What is going on? Every day, it's just like, I'm thinking it can't get any more out of control, any more fucking bat shit next level crazy, and it does. And most of the people don't care. I had a bunch of these dumb bitches literally come fight with me in the last week on my Instagram account to tell me how ridiculous I am for caring about free speech or for thinking that free speech is under attack. They're fucking brainwashed. And I'm sure they think the same thing about us, people like me, that actually like our rights and want our rights. But I think a lot of the problem is most of these people have grown up in America with all of these freedoms living a super fucking comfortable life and just can't comprehend or can't even imagine what life would be like in some fucked up reality where free ideas and free thoughts can't be exchanged. A lot of them are just on this bandwagon going with the crowd and as long as you go with what the herd idea is and you know you're echoing what the popular sentiment is everything's all good but the second you come out with an idea that's outside of the norm or outside of the ranges of the herd then suddenly they want to fucking metaphorically throw rocks at you and shut you the fuck up i just i can't believe that's where we're at right now and it's just going to get worse I fucking said this when they went after QAnon. I'm like, where are they going to stop? I promise you, it's not going to just be these QAnon people. There's going to be the next group that goes against the narrative that they're just going to try to silence. And that's literally what's happening right now. It's fucking, I swear to God, sometimes I think I have the Cassandra complex. And again, I apologize for my voice. It's a little better this week. But still, all fucked up. I do have to thank Night Dude. He gave me this uh, tea. It's called like Yogi Throat Coat. And holy shit, it actually helped. And like I felt it working like minutes after drinking it. So that's what's up. Thank you, Night Dude. I appreciate your home remedy. It definitely helped me. Okay, so back to the free speech problem. Some of the people that were coming on my account... We're trying to use the argument that social media companies are private companies. They act independent of the U.S. government. And they're just really not paying attention to the entire picture. I kind of got some of this from a Liberty report. That's all Ron Paul. So what they're kind of missing is the merger of quote-unquote private U.S. social media companies with U.S. government foreign policy goals. And it has a long history and is deeply steeped in the hyper-interventionalism of the Obama-Biden era. So, days ago, 
big tech partnered with Obama, Biden, Clinton, and the State Department to lend their tools to U.S. quote-unquote soft power goals overseas. Whether it was an ongoing regime change attempts against Iran or the 2009 coup in Honduras, the disastrous U.S.-led coup in Ukraine, the Arab Spring, the destruction of Syria and Libya, and so many more, the big U.S. tech firms were happy to partner up with the U.S. State Department and U.S. intelligence agencies to provide tools to empower those the U.S. wanted to seize power and to silence those out of favor. So in short, the U.S. government elites have been partnering with big tech overseas for years to decide who has the right to speak and who must be silenced. What has changed now that this deployment of soft power in the service of Washington's hard power has now come back to the U.S. and is affecting us, the U.S. citizens, directly? Now just think about that. The tech lords have partnered with the U.S. State Department and the U.S. intelligence agencies for years overseas to coup whoever the fuck they wanted. And now they're using those same powers against us. Who are they trying to coup? What are they trying to do to us? I just wish more people would stop for five minutes and think about that. It's going to be too late by the time most people realize what's going on. The problem is most people don't have anything to say. So they haven't been silenced. They haven't been censored yet. So they just have no idea what's about to fucking knock on their door and put tape on their mouths. So speaking of knocking on doors, that petition to recall Gavin Newsom is knocking on his door right about now. There's over a million signatures already and we still have like nine weeks. I think we only need about 500,000 more signatures. So go out and find these people. They're all over. They're like in Home Depot parking lots, Walmart parking lots. If you go online to recallgavinnewsom2020.com, you can actually find the addresses of where these people set up and you can go sign the paperwork. Um, me and Garrett did it last weekend in Elk Grove. And I got pictures of the little guy, the guy that had the setup. It's literally just like grassroots style. People go to a parking lot, open up the trunk or the back of their car, set up a table, they have the paperwork. All you literally do is just have to sign your name and put your address. And we just need 500,000 more people to sign, sign this shit in nine weeks. And this motherfucker could possibly get voted out. So what that means is it'll just be on the ballot, like a recall will be on the ballot for people to vote to get this fool out of office. Because why do I have to keep screaming? Our fucking small businesses are going out of business. They're fucking out of existence. And people need to work. People need money to survive, pay bills. And they have, you know, given people an extra $300 a week on their unemployment. But people need to work. I keep telling you guys, like, if you know a business that is going to defy the lockdowns and open their shit anyway, I will go fucking patronize them. I will fucking give them free ads on my podcast. Well, 
there's a salon out here in Livermore that I am going to go see this week. They don't want me to advertise them because they're afraid the Gestapo will come and shut them down. But just know there's people, businesses, in little spots all over the Bay Area defying dictator Newsom and his draconian lockdowns. You just have to look. And when you see a business owner brave enough to do that, fucking go in and spend some money with them. Patronize them. Because we got to stick together. We got to help each other out, you guys. So I'm literally going to go drop some money with this girl to cut my hair. I, Athena, have never once stepped my ass in a salon to get my fucking hair done. But to support this chick and, you know, her defined dictator Newsom, I will step inside a salon and get my fucking hair done. So... I don't know. When I do that, I'll post pictures. It's not going to be super crazy. I'll just be like, trim some inches off. Charge me what you want. I fucking respect you. So look forward to that. Um, so this whole episode, I had not planned on going on a fucking free speech rant until the tech lords pulled all their fucking bullshit the last couple of days. This week's episode is actually supposed to be about the blood groups. Like what specifically I'm talking about is, you know, there's the A group, the B group, and the O group. And then there's the positive and the negatives. And what the positive negative thing means is you either have a positive rhesus monkey gene or a negative rhesus monkey gene. And what we're going to kind of be focusing on is the group that does not have the rhesus monkey gene. So the negatives. So for example, I'm O negative. I do not have the monkey gene. And there's different groups of scientists and people just theorize that these people that don't have the rhesus monkey gene are somehow descended from either an alien group or some even theorize they're descended from the Nephilim or the Watchers. So I'm just going to kind of go into that whole quote unquote conspiracy theory about the negative rhesus monkey gene. So get ready for this. Okay, so before I get started in the breakdown of all this different blood group conspiracy, I just want to say everybody that's over the age of 15 years old should know their blood type. If you are in any type of major blood loss emergency, it could literally save your life if you know your blood type. Because doctors, nurses, whatever, they're going to have to waste time to blood type you. Figure out what the hell you are so they don't kill you doing a blood transfusion. So literally all you have to do is just call your doctor, tell them you want another blood type. If they don't already have it on file, make an appointment with the lab and find that shit out because it is really important. Okay, so nearly 85% of all human beings have RH positive blood, which basically just indicates that their red blood cells contain a substance called the rhesus blood factor. Simply put, the positive blood contains a protein that can be linked to the rhesus monkey and is acknowledged that the blood factors are transmitted with more exactitude than any other human or animal characteristic. It's not generally known from where the negative RH factor is derived. 
Although evidence does exist, it arises from genetic experimentation a little over 5,000 years ago. Okay, so check this out. All earthly primates have the RH positive blood. All of them. So you would think if humans descended from these primates, they would also have this RH positive blood. So what's up with this 15% of humans? that do not have the RH positive blood. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so let's get into the O type blood. Basically O's don't have an A protein and they don't have a B protein. So O negative is only found in 7% of humans. Science at this time has tried to create synthetic O negative blood because it's kind of like a universal donor. All the other blood types can receive O negative in a blood transfusion if needed. So if RH negative blood isn't descending from any earthly link, where do you think it could be coming from? Well, a lot of people are theorizing it's coming from aliens. Some geneticists generally claim the RH negative factor is a mutation of unknown origin which apparently happened only a few thousand years ago. The negative blooded people spread heavily into areas of what is now Spain, England, Ireland, France, and later and into America, Canada, and Australia. Basque people contain the largest concentration of the O negative blooded people today because for the most part, they kind of confined themselves to one area, whereas the Celtic people kind of branched out among all of the new world. So as of right now, there's all these theories. There's no, you know, definitive proof. Some people think it's just a genetic mutation that happened a few thousand years ago. And other people are saying, if there's no earthly link, where the fuck did it come from? A lot of people are saying that it's a result of a random mutation. Have you ever felt you were weird or different? It may be due to your DNA. If 85% of humans have the monkey gene and 15% don't, and maybe have an alien gene instead, RH-negative people are characterized by higher IQs, sensitive vision, lower body temperature, sensitivity to heat and sunlight, psychic powers, ability to stop watches, and electrical appliances and some even have an extra vertebrae. So there's a lot of stuff online if you guys want to like dive into the rabbit hole of this, but it's kind of super interesting. I mean, I kind of like the alternative theory that it's not a gene mutation, that it's some out of earthly donor or something that came down and kind of fucked with the human bloodline. So if that were the case, that would mean there was a group of pure humans not directly related to the evolutionary process on Earth. And it's kind of a, st a distinct possibility at this point. There's no hard evidence either way. This reasoning would suggest that the original humans on our planet were not directly related to apes, but at some point were quote-unquote made or genetically engineered to give such an impression. So to dive a little bit deeper into the blood type conspiracy in RH factor, 
there are a few tidbits about the blood thing. In all blood groups, there exists a common microbe that, in essence, is the life force itself. During experiments that some teams have conducted, what they did was heated the blood to 700 degrees Fahrenheit, put it in liquid nitrogen, and then they used a specially modified dark field microscope. And with this microscope, they could see that this life essence microbe was actually still alive. They've also tested it on quote-unquote mummy dust, which, crazy as it sounds, after 5,000 years, it was still alive. So it just seems like there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions still about human blood. We have the controversy over the positive, negative monkey gene. We have life essence. And if you go back in human history, there's always been kind of a rule that you don't ever do magic with blood. Blood magic has kind of been banned since biblical times. And we've kind of talked about this way back in the early days of Vanished in the Valley. But in all scripture, the Bible, the Quran, it directly prohibits any type of blood magic. So what is that about? Why has that always been prohibited? Is there something, some force in the blood that quote unquote modern humans don't understand? I'm sure there is. I think there's a lot of shit that modern humans are just overlooking, can't see, or don't want to see. Okay, here's some fun facts about the RH negative group. They have a feeling of not belonging. They seem to be truth seekers. They have a sense of a mission in life. They tend to be empathetic and have compassion for mankind. They either have an extra rib or a vertebrae. They tend to have higher IQs. They love space and science. They're more sensitive with their vision and other senses. They have increased of psychic intuitive abilities. They cannot be cloned. They have lower body temperatures, higher blood pressure, predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color, red or a reddish tint to their hair. They have an increased sensitivity to heat and sunlight, piercing eyes. They tend to be healers. They have the ability to disrupt electrical devices. They experience unexplained phenomena and possibly have psychic dreams and or abilities. A RH negative mother carrying an RH positive child will try to reject her own offspring. Modern medicine has fixed it now, so if you catch it in a timely manner, they can kind of stop that rejection process. But back in the day, you were just kind of fucked. Your body would spontaneously abort an RH positive offspring if the mother was RH negative. That's kind of fucked up. Think about that. And so earlier I was telling you that all earthly primates have the RH factor. So there are 612 primate species and subspecies recognized by the International Union for Conservation of Nature. And not one is RH negative. I just wonder why hasn't science tried to explore this a little bit further? Because uh, I want to know. <laughs> Am I part alien? 
a lot of people that know me would say, fuck yes, you are. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. Check it out. There's a lot of information online if you want to go in the rabbit hole. I could go on for hours about it on both sides. Some people, like I said earlier, are like, no, it's a genetic mutation, even though they have no evidence for it. And other people are like, no, it's aliens fucking around with human genetic codes, even though there's no evidence for it. So hopefully some group will try to find some evidence for this shit because I definitely want to know. I mean, I definitely do have that feeling that I'm weird and I'm different, but I thought it was just me. So maybe it's other Reese's negative people. But like I said in the beginning, guys, figure out what your blood type is. If not for, you know, a medical emergency, but uh, maybe you'll find out you are also the Reese's negative and it'll answer some of your questions on why you think you're a weirdo. You're not a weirdo. You're just fucking descended from aliens like me. <laughs> so the singularity of RH negative, the elements in the details of recorded history and legend, the compiling accounts and revealing component, the highest number of alien abductions are RH negatives. Produce a compelling evidence like linking the alien abductions to not only very real existence, but also their extensive and ongoing contact with Earth. So it sounds like Galactic Federation motherfuckers have been here experimenting with us RH negative people for quite a while. And the reason for the abductions definitely remains a mystery and the possibilities for why they visit Earth or whom they choose to abduct appear to go beyond some simple family reunion or friendly deep space neighborly contact. However, as we ourselves continue our own genetic research and push the limits on cloning and DNA splicing, we uncover more evidence connecting the microscopic building blocks to all life and the universe. The potential of biological similarities with beings from another world really doesn't seem so impossible. We might never get a solid conclusion or answer to why we have different blood types or where they originated or why the Galactic Federation continues to visit Earth. But what we do know is that the stories that have pervaded our existence from the beginning of our perceived time to the present have left room in our rational minds for the possibility of others and the significance in our own development. Quite possibly, our own mysterious biological natures are linked to theirs and may be tied closer to some human beings and ancestry than others. Perhaps the number of reported alien abductions, being those with Rh-negative blood, is random, or perhaps it is the indicator to an unbreakable relationship between man and quote-unquote the gods. We may never absolutely know. In the meantime, RH negative peeps, especially the universal donor, O negative, can consider that their blood is rare and valuable and could have potential to save anyone on Earth and conceivably others throughout the universe. So I don't know, guys, suck on that. I got a lot of my information off the internet today. I got uh, some of it from Wikipedia. I got some of it from Gaia.com. I got some from AncientCode.com. But like I said, there's hella shit on the internet about it. It's, uh, it just depends on where you look. Like I said, uh, fucking go down the rabbit hole. It's a super interesting conspiracy theory. 
it goes hella deep. It goes way back through human history and you can use scripture to back it up. You can even use cave paintings to back up this theory. So check it out. I think it's a worthwhile conspiracy to dive into. What the fuck else you got going on? <laughs> I did have a small correction from last week. When I started telling you about Pat Cress, the 13-year-old boy that was murdered back in the early 80s, at first I said he was missing and not had been seen, and I misspoke. He was only missing for two weeks before his body was found. So my bad. But we're actually going to get into another vanishing. So we have a Brentwood, California family that is pleading for help finding their 21-year-old UC Santa Cruz student who has been missing since December 20th. Dane Elkins was last seen around 8.20 p.m. near Highway 5, near Highway 5, Templin Highway, in the Castiac area, where his car was found abandoned with his wallet, cell phone, still inside according to the LAPD. It's every mom's worst nightmare, his mother Deborah Elkins said through tears. His mom said she felt like Elkins was suffering from paranoia and suicidal thoughts the last time she spoke with him, adding that she believes the pandemic may have taken a toll on his mental mental health. Yeah, him and hundreds of thousands of other people. Authorities have searched the area where his car was found, community members organized a search effort in hopes of finding a young man. Elkins has brown hair, green eyes, he stands 5 foot 11 inches, and weighs about 170 pounds. Anyone who spots him or has any information on his whereabouts is asked to contact LAPD's Missing per- Persons Unit at 213-996-1800. During non-business hours, tipsters can call one eight seven seven five two seven three two four seven, and those who want to provide an anonymous tip can call Crime Stoppers at one eight hundred two 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 eight four seven seven. So he's been missing a little under a month. I'll go ahead and put a picture up for him of him. Um, I just I picked this case because I thought it was kind of strange. It sounds like some of our other cases where. Somebody's driving home and suddenly the police find an abandoned car and all of their stuff is inside, like their wallet and their cell phone, stuff that normally people just would not leave behind. So be on the lookout, you guys. He could just, like his mom said, be suffering from some sort of mental health episode caused by all this fucking forced isolation. Thank you, Dictator Newsom. And it's not happening just to him. The mental health rates are just fucking going through the roof. The emergency room departments have said their mental health visits have gone through the roof. All of that kind of stuff. It's just eating at people. We're social beings and we need to be around other people. People. We can't just be locked up in our houses for months on end and, you know, have people think everything's going to be okay. That's just not the way it works, guys. So please be on the lookout He might be homeless or living in like, you know, one of those tent cities that seem to be popping up every fucking where I go. So hopefully we can get this kid home to his mom. She's fucking heartbroken. She just wants her son back. And hopefully when he comes back, he can be treated for the mental health problems. And hopefully these lockdowns fucking just stop because it's taken a toll on our people. 
So that's about it for this week, you guys. Before I go, I gotta talk about the knife pick of the week. And this week, I'm gonna talk about my SOG throwing knives. So these are fucking awesome. It's like a set of three. And it has a camel paracord handle, stainless steel fixed blade. They're pretty well balanced and they're cheap. It was like $35 or $39 for the set. And they're just good for like the beginner who wants to just start learning how to throw knives, balancing, all that kind of stuff. So go check them out. <laughs> like I said, you can probably find them on fucking some website for pretty cheap. Fuck Amazon. Try not to get them from there. Go anywhere but Amazon. Fuck that guy. He does not need any more of our money. Go to the SOG website. Go online. You can't miss them. It comes in a black nylon sheath, so you can put it on your belt. They're like, like I said, they're really good for the beginner who wants to just learn how to start throwing knives. So I'll put some pictures of those up on the Instagram. Parlor is down. Otherwise, I would do that as well. But once these guys figure the shit out, I'm going to get a Gab account. I'll get my parlor back up and running and all that fun shit. But in the meantime, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Cha-cha.